Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We are here live. It is Thursday, April 12th. Pick up the phone and give me a call, 8888-ROAD-DOG. If you dial right now, you'll be able to grab an open line. Get to those calls in just a couple minutes. 8888-ROAD-DOG. Anything goes. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic, pick up the phone and give me a call. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. You know, I've been talking a lot lately about just basic business concepts and and why I see a lot of owner-operators struggle because they don't understand basic business and basic finance and the things required to run a business. And I see more and more of it every day. You know, I, I, I... talked about Facebook many times. I have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. It's a great place to get a lot of information out quickly to people. Um, It's also a great place to just end up wasting a lot of time um, either arguing or just trying to convince somebody. You know, when, when I get in there and I see somebody who just has it completely wrong, my natural instinct is to help them. And many times that just turns into an argument. So then I get tired of it and I stay off. Um, I've been just on there scrolling and and I still see evidence of this. I talked last night about how many complaints I see about rates right now. And that's so bizarre because rates are the highest they've been in the whole time I've been in this industry. Yet we still have people. There was the whole protest in D.C. and I heard comments that owner-operators can't afford to be in business because of ELDs. That's really confusing to me because I, again, I've been doing this a long time. I do a lot of numbers for people. Um, The last several years have been really good. I mean, we, we can go back to 14. 14 was an excellent year. 15 and 16 weren't bad. They just weren't as good as 14, so they felt like they were down. 17 was pretty strong, and then at the end of the year, 17 just took off. 18th has been really strong, 2018 so far. And yet, we have owner-operators saying rates are too low and complaining they can't stay in business because of ELDs. Something's wrong with that picture. Uh, I see people that don't understand the basic concept of fuel tax. This is a big one, and this ends up costing a lot of money. There, there are strategies for buying your fuel correctly by understanding fuel tax. I have an entire course I created online to teach this. And I don't try to do it a lot on the air. I've done that in the past. It gets confusing. But if you can see the numbers in front of you, it becomes really simple. 
So that's why I created the course. But if you don't understand that, you're losing several thousand dollars a year on fuel cost. I still see this advice all over the internet. I even see some carriers who teach this in orientation. And it's some of the worst business advice I've ever seen. And it's around fuel purchasing. So if you understand how to buy fuel and you know where to find the best price, then the next thing you want to do is when you find that lowest price, because you know how to do the math, then you want to buy as much of that fuel as you possibly can because you're getting it at the best price. When you can't get to where the best price is, you may only want to buy enough just to get you to where the best price is. The advice I keep seeing is telling people to only buy enough fuel to cover each trip that they're on and not to put more fuel in, especially over the weekend. And the first time I saw this, I thought, what is that? Where? Why would anybody think of doing that? What's the purpose? Well, then I ask people, and the purpose is because they don't have enough money to keep filling up their tank. So they're trying to hold back some cash, which is just a lousy business strategy in so many ways. One, clearly you're not buying fuel to get your best pricing if you're doing this. So it means you're spending more money than you need to. Two, the average truck really has, what, 200 gallons usable? I know a lot of trucks have 250, some have 300, you know, total. Uh, 200 usable is safe, so you're not running really low. And at 200 usable and seven miles to the gallon, most trucks have a range of about fourteen or 1,500 miles, some far less than that, a few a little more. 1,400 miles is three days, two and a half. If you can't float your cash for three days on fuel, you have really big problems, but, but then by listening to these strategies, your problems will only get worse. And there are so many areas I see owner-operators doing this where they don't understand that the the choices they're making are digging themselves further in the hole. That The fuel-buying strategy is one. That's a big one because I see that every day. That means every day these owner-operators that are already struggling with money are wasting money and losing even more. If you've ever heard me talk about factoring, I'm not a big fan of factoring. I get it. It's a hard thing to have to wait two or three or four weeks to get paid for the load you did. But that's business. Every business has that cash flow issue. And by the way, factoring isn't just in trucking. You can factor invoices in any industry. But it does happen a lot in trucking. And when I try to explain to people the math, they think I'm crazy. A 4% factoring rate. When we hear 4% for interest, that sounds really good. 4% sounds amazing. People are happy if they get a 4% mortgage. 4% credit cards are almost unheard of. We'll jump at the chance to get a 4% car loan. 
but 4% factoring is not the same. In fact, it's wildly different. Again, this is a simple business concept. It's called the time value of money. When you see a 4% mortgage, a 4% car loan, a 4% credit card, those are actually charging less than what it would be like 0.7% a month. Would that be right? Somewhere. It's less than 1% a month. It a uh, 6%. Oh no, what am I saying? 0.7. It'd be like 0.3 or 4. A, a, a 6% credit card would only charge a half a percent a month because the 6% is annual. A 12% credit card or a 12% loan of any kind would work out to 1% interest per month. But factoring is basically just a month. You're borrowing for one month, and some people are paying 4 and 5% factoring fees. When, when it's time to do maintenance and you start taking shortcuts, you start buying cheap tires or recaps because it's all you can afford, all of those things chip away at the bottom line. So you can see how all the decisions you make in business have an impact on how successful you're going to be or even if you can stay in business. And just think about those three. Buying fuel the wrong way can cost you several thousand dollars. Factoring will cost you several thousand dollars. Skimping on maintenance and buying cheap tires or recaps will cost you sometimes many thousand dollars. Those, those three mistakes could easily cost somebody $10,000 a year. Now, if we took that 10000 and rather than waste it, we invest the 10000 into fuel-saving strategies or strategies that lower maintenance costs. Now we're turning the tables the other way. We're adding to the bottom line. But you can't do that if you don't have the 10000 to begin with. It's why I spend so much time talking about financials and money and cash flow and understanding these basic business concepts. Because, again, there's just three simple mistakes that I see people make every day that can either put you out of business or keep you struggling for a very long time. When, again, if we could take that wasted money, turn it around and reinvest into the business to be more efficient maybe it means we upgrade your load board account and you get better negotiation tools and better rate tools maybe it means buying more audiobooks and investing back into yourself or going to seminars but if that money's being wasted then there's no opportunity to turn it back into the business I'm going to get to a break. If you want to join us, pick up the phone and dial right now. We've got some open lines. 8888-ROAD-DOG. We'll be right back. We'll get to your calls right after this. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic, dial us up and join us. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. In fact, speaking of the phone number, uh, tonight might be your chance. I don't know if it's uh, solar flares or what's going on, but our phone system seems to keep dropping the calls. Normally, our lines are jammed. We have some open lines. So pick up the phone. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic, we can talk about taxes. Certainly, uh, tax time is just about over here. You've got less than a week. 
to get your tax returns or an extension in. We can talk about business, fuel mileage, whatever you've got. Let's get to some phone calls. Let's go to South Carolina. Clint, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. What's on your mind tonight? uh, I've got got, uh, I've got a a couple, couple of questions. Uh, one of them is uh, about the the, the quarterly uh, estimated taxes. Uh, and I'll, this this will probably sound bad on my part. Uh, I've been owner operator for 13, 14 years, and I have never paid in quarterly, which my CPA has never pushed it on me. And for the most part, I you know I normally have always come out around even, you know, for, for the year. There's been three times that I've had to really pay in. In uh, 2016, I, uh, which uh, hit, hit me the hardest, I had to pay in around around 13000 So I, I don't want that to happen again. So uh, I know I've heard you talk about, about paying in like, you know, 9%. Uh, is you know okay. The first quarter of this year, I brought in a little over fifty thousand. Is 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 that what I need to pay the nine percent on? Uh, that was your gross for the quarter, right? Yes. That yeah, you would figure nine percent, and that that's just an estimate. We never pay tax on gross. We always pay tax on net. Yes. But I, but I've, I've used this number as an easy way for somebody to put aside money every single week. If you take the average owner operator, okay, th- they have no clue what their net is each week, and getting to a net each week is really difficult because you got to deduct fuel, toll, scales, maintenance, every cost of running your business plus per diem. Plus, you should know how to calculate in whatever depreciation you might have coming in that year. The average owner-operator isn't going to do that every week. But that's what it would take to get down to the true number we need to pay tax on. So over the years, I've just, because I've done so much accounting for owner-operators, so many tax returns, I started looking at what are the averages. And I'll, I'll run through the numbers so that these maybe make a little bit of sense to people. Let, let's just take easy math. Let's say that an owner-operator were to gross $100,000. On that 100000 if they put 9% aside for taxes, that would be $9,000. Well, let me run that through some averages and see how close we get. The target that I set for an owner-operator is if you gross 100000 you should be able to net half of that. After all expenses minus equipment, you yes. should be able to net fifty thousand. Well, on fifty thousand, the Social Security and Medicare tax uh, would be seventy five hundred, and then on with our tax brackets now starting at ten percent, the tax on that money would be maybe another three um, after. It, you know, deductions, standard deductions and exemptions. We're right there around 10 or so. Um, And if you had a couple more kids, it would be lower than that. So it gets us right in the ballpark. Even if you were at the high side, and let's say you owed 10.5, 
and we only set aside nine. Well, that's no big deal. I don't mind writing a check for 1500 at the end of the year. I just don't want to have to write a check for 15000 at the end of the year. And having that easy number to use. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, you know, if we were doing your tax return and we said, you know, use the 9% number, at the end of the year, we could look at your tax return and come up with a better number for you, specifically based on your tax yeah. situation. So we can help our clients do that. But when I do it on the air and I have no clue, you know, what your tax return might look like or somebody else's, that 9% is the number that will keep everybody st- safe and stay pretty close to the real tax. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. Uh, after after this, well, which for 2018, you know, no, I do have have your full accounting service going on right now. Okay. So good. That's awesome. You know, uh, uh, which uh, uh, which I'm going to have to file uh, a, a, an extension in which I, I was planning on 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 uh, go, going ahead and. Uh, 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 doing spreadsheets like I no no I have been doing in and send them to no uh, no uh, have y'all do my two my two uh, 2017 okay uh, but like uh, you know my my like I said my 2016 I didn't pay in any any quarterly and I ended up owing around thirteen thousand 2015. Uh, I I paid around a thousand, uh, you know. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, uh, my the CPA I've been using. I, I don't know. It's you know you no no no. I'm I'm dedicated. I run the same stuff pretty much all the time. Okay. And normally my uh, uh, my write off numbers are pretty much the same you know no there's been a year where I, where I had to an in frame get a transmission you know and, right right and, you know that was totally different but i would think that that my taxes would be about the same each year but they keep on flip-flopping back well, and forth they, they and can... i thought about getting my, my... go ahead I have thought about 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 getting my 2016 looked at by somebody else because there's such a you know the you know my numbers were were about the same for the year before but I had to pay in 13,000 more than I did the year before and I in that I just I don't understand but uh it it's always but, worth uh, it's always worth uh, having somebody else look at it. There's no question. We do a ton of tax reviews. It's always a good idea to get a second opinion. But I can tell you that for an owner operator to have wild swings even though it feels like they're spending about the same is not unusual. Uh depreciation is usually the big thing. So let's say that you go out and buy a truck, and you buy a used truck, you spend $50,000 on it. Well, many accountants in that first year, they'll take all 50000 in depreciation, and you can do that. And it makes yeah. them look really good because they can come to you and say, oh, look, no tax bill this year. Well, that's great this year, but next year it could be 13000 
And and that's just one way it could swing wildly from one year to another. You could go yeah. from zero to twenty thousand. I've seen it happen. But the the yeah. key really is, you know, have a good relationship with your tax preparer. If there's ever something you don't understand, ask. Um, even though taxes are complicated, usually the explanation for why something like that would happen is not complicated at all. I mean, normally, if you you know, if one of our clients were to say, "Hey, look, I paid a thousand last year. I paid thirteen thousand this year. Why?" Well, any tax preparer should be able to explain that in about thirty seconds. There are only a couple things that could cause that, and they're not that complicated. So, this comes back again to what I talk about. You know, build relationships with the the companies you partner with and work with, and and ask questions. You know, if something doesn't seem right, ask why. Yeah, which which uh, I did do that, and uh, and it kind of uh, you know sometimes uh, you know I talk too much. Sometimes I don't talk enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he you know he you no know, he pulled up my uh, the you know the previous years, and uh, he told me that the year before that I, I didn't have to pay in because uh, because. Uh, because I had uh, a lot more uh, write-offs on my on my 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 uh, maintenance and repairs. He said I had like thirty six thousand. I thought, no, I didn't. And uh, I got home and I pulled up my my old or, or no my records for for that year, and it was. A, you know, it was around 14000 like I thought. You yeah, know, I thought, that's, okay, that's, that's, that's scary. That's concerning. That that I'm a little more worried yeah. about. I have seen, and I'm, I've got to cut you loose. I'm coming up on the break. I have seen accountants who just had all the expenses to make themselves look good. And I don't know what they plan on doing in an audit, blaming it on the client. I don't know. But I've seen it happen. This one sounds a little fishy. I mean, we'll certainly review that return for you if you want and let you know what we find. Shouldn't be that hard to figure out. We'll be right back. If you want to keep trying, looks like the phone lines are uh, working a little better now. I've got a bunch of calls lined up. But you can keep dialing 8888-ROAD-DOG. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost 
and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple, it does one thing and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. For the Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. We're going to head off to Minnesota. Brian, welcome to the program. Good evening, Kevin. Uh, just want to thank you for everything you do and uh, put on a lot of miles listening to your advice. Well, you're welcome. What can I help you My with tonight? My question tonight... Yeah, my question tonight is I'm uh, interested in possibly purchasing another owner-operator's, I guess, his his gig. He has his own authority with a specialized, um, he does a specialized thing, and he has his own clientele. And wondering, how does a guy go about finding a fair purchase price? Um, is it a calculation off a of gross revenue 
and yeah, or the actor trailer. So, you know, I've been talking a lot about, you know, understanding simple business concepts. This is the other end of the scale. This is one of those business concepts that's almost never simple. Um, There are a couple methods, but valuing a company can be a pretty difficult thing. Um, There are some parts of it that are simple. First off, so get rid of the easy stuff first. You value all the equipment, you know, trucks, trailers, tools, anything that, you know, is has a physical value to it. And that's not that hard. We can go out, find what the market price is, see what's owed against it. That's just simple math. So that's the easy part. So you might as well get that part out of the way. Then we start looking at what we call intangibles, um, goodwill from the customers. So you said, you said he has shipper direct freight. Is that correct? Yes. How much of that constitutes his total freight volume? Is 50% shipper direct, 30, 100? Do you have an idea on that? Um, not quite yet. Um, we haven't had a sit down to go over the numbers yet, hoping to do that this weekend. Okay. Well, um, well, I'm glad you're calling then because I can give you some ideas on things you need to go over. And here's the other thing about this. Having a customer is one thing. If it's not a dedicated long-term contract, you have zero protection. So it, it's great that he has customers, but that makes this kind of tricky. If we put a value on that customer's freight even for one year, and the customer drops out after two months, you're screwed. So, you know, there's customer goodwill, and we would always want to go to the customers, and at the very least, we would want to sit down with that customer and get, I mean, it'd be wonderful to get it in writing, you probably won't, but at least a verbal to say that, yes, as long as you maintain the same standards, they will continue to use your services. Now, if we have a long-term freight contract, like he has this load locked up for a year, well, we can easily value that because that's a much harder thing to cancel. But if it's just, well, I pull for these guys and I pull this many loads a week, but it's not contract, it's still spot market, that's tough to put any value on that freight because there's no guarantee it's going to be there tomorrow. So, you know, we, we can... Right, and, and I think a lot of... Go ahead. It's, it's even, it's, in my opinion, it's almost, it's almost even worse than spot market because a lot of it is... He, he, haul, he moves equipment, and it's a lot for the individual buyer. So uh, it could be... It all depends on how often that person buys something, how... Oh, yeah. You know, there's just so many variables that go with it. Right. You know, and that... That he may, you may not get that person's business just because they're not moving anything right. in that direction, or they're not right. um, buying just because of some circumstances that you have no control over. So this does so become a little challenging. Uh, you know, he has a long, long, long clientele list, but few loads per customer. Yeah, which is, it's almost like. 
we can't put much value on that freight because you're going to have to keep going after customers. It's not like it's just, you know, you walk in, the customers are there, the freight moves every week. Um, that's easier to put a value on. This is a little more difficult. Have you gotten at least to the point where you, you know what his annual sales are? Yeah. Yeah. What Roughly, what are we talking? I don't need exact numbers. He's, he's grossing about 350 Okay, so... Uh, uh, a starting point, and we'll see if if there's even been a price talked about yet. But, and this is a very generic business multiple. This is a starting point, and then we go in and we look at customers and and history and all kinds of things. We tweak this number. Sometimes we tweak this number a lot, but a, a good starting point for a business is sometimes a a three multiple of sales. So you'd be looking at uh, like 11, 1.1 million. Um, now, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm mixing up two completely different formulas in my head. We'd be looking at uh, the, the three multiple is free cash flow. Have you gotten to the point where you know what free cash flow is That's- on the business yet? That's to the bottom line after all expenses, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay. No, no. I'm hoping to get a um, a look at 2017 tax return this weekend. My, my guess is, how many trucks is this? One. Oh, it is just one. And he's doing 350 Wow. Yeah. That's good revenue. Uh, one yeah. one driver, just himself. So it's possible that this could be throwing off like a hundred and fifty thousand a year. On three fifty, keeping a hundred and fifty wouldn't be that hard. So we'd be looking at a free a That's... three multiple of that free cash flow, which might put us up around four hundred four fifty. Is that? Anywhere in the mm-hmm. ballpark of what he's talking about selling it for? It's less than that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it sounds like it might be intriguing then. I, it, there's always risk in a deal like this, and that's why it's so hard to put a value on it. it. If it continues to throw off that amount every single year and there's not much risk, then that three multiple is a good starting point. But... If it's really volatile and that 350 could go to 200 next year, that gets pretty tricky. Yeah, like you said, going back to that client list, I guess if you could have, if you could get a grasp on how many of them were repeat, and then, like you said, to kind of at least get a verbal out of them. Right. And then the rest might just be a one and done thing, you know, you just don't know. <laughs> right. Where where does or he typically find his customers, do you know? He's telling me that he kind of built the clientele list from knocking on doors and selling his services. Okay. And and that's good. I mean that's a good sign. That means he's not mm-hmm. just randomly pulling freight that anybody else could pull. 
I mean, he actually went out and did what very few right. owner-operators do, which is actually go out and sell. Uh, that's a good sign. So roughly how many... Runs runs a specific, a specific lane with a specific type of trailer. Yeah, that that's a pretty so good a, sign. I mean, that's is knit mark. Yeah, that yeah. that's starting to sound more and more intriguing. Roughly, how many people would you guess are on the client list that he's pulled pulled freight for in the last couple of years? Um. Well, I, in the ad that caught my attention, it said a hundred plus. Okay. And that that gives me a good number. Um, You know, it's not out of the question to make 100 phone calls. And if I were interested in investing Mm -hmm. that much money, I might make, I I would make at least 50. But I, I, you know, 100 isn't out of the question. Making 100 phone calls, you know, I can do that in two weeks. You know, 10 calls a day or so, you can knock that out in two weeks by the time some people get back to you. But, um... It sounds like this is a reasonable offer from what I'm hearing so far. It always comes down to those final details of negotiation. The other thing that could really sweeten this deal, and I would have asked for this, but I've got to get to the break and I have a bunch of other calls to get to, uh, is he willing to carry any of the paper on this? Because that certainly adds a premium to it. So sounds like you're on the right track. If you get some more numbers, by all means, call me back. I'll over it with you again. Stick around. We'll be right back. Kevin Rutherford. for the 2018 CMC Live Seminar, the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio World listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gauges is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gauges today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the Scan Gauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. 
The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90 miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join. Yeah, you know what? We're down to the final segment. I've got calls. I'm going to get right back to them. We're going to head north of the border this time. Graham in Canada. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. What can I help you with? Yeah, I've got a, a 2018 uh, T680 Kenworth uh, with an MX engine and I've noticed lately the coolant getting a funny color, and now it's even got to the point where uh, there's a, like, when I do my pre-trip and the engine is cold and the, and the coolant settles, there'll be a black, there's a, actually a black ring around the top of the tank. Uh, so my, and we sent a coolant sample and it came back clean. Uh, so my question is, is uh, I have put in a fleet air filter into the, the truck almost from day one. Well, about a month after the I got the truck. So it's got 70, just about 70,000K on it now. And so I would have put that uh, a couple of months ago. Would that Could that have anything to do with that coolant being dirty like that? No. Or oil? No. I, it, I don't know. I have here, no idea. Here's the thing. Coolant is is very different from oil. Oil gets dirty because right. oil yeah. is open to a lot of contaminants. The The combustion gases can yeah. reach our oil, all kinds of things. So oil gets dirty. That's why we change it a lot. And, and we can also burn oil. That's why yeah. we have to add oil sometimes. That's no big deal. Coolant is very different. That is a completely yeah. sealed system. We should never lose any. Unless if we lose coolant, something is wrong. And if coolant gets dirty, something is wrong because it should never get dirty. It shouldn't have some other foreign substance in there that's causing a black ring. Now, the the three things that can potentially get into there, two are fairly common, fuel and oil. 
could both get into coolant if something goes wrong, and possibly soot, but that that's a little more odd. Um, can you can you feel this substance or smell it at all? Can you smell any oil or fuel? Well, for the first time, like it, it got was getting worse and worse, and like it was just an odd, odd color. And then finally, now I I can actually like open the cap and put my finger in there, and it's actually it actually like smears. Now I'll tell you this: I have had to add coolant. I've had to add a couple liters, maybe not even maybe a liter, because it was right on the ad. But I'm also <laughs> it's also. I dropped the oil at sixty thousand K and but before that I had to add three gallons of oil within the period from the day I picked it up off the lot till the time that I dropped that oil. And I mean it was at the point on the dipstick where it was below add. So I would add a gallon and then I would and a, you know, about, about a week would go by and I had to do another one. So a week and I you know, I'm gonna guess you only run about three thousand miles a week. Yeah, forty five hundred. Yep, yep. About yeah. three thousand a week. That is the sign of an engine that needs an in frame, unless the oil is going somewhere else. But if the engine is actually burning a gallon every three thousand miles, now is this a new truck? It is. Yeah, and uh, they're worried about it because they said, "Well, if it was a Cummins, they said they see that quite often, but it's." They said they never see an MX like that right off the line like that. So we've they've taken note taken note of it, and I've, they, they're having me write down everything I add. And they've so I, I don't know if that can be related why the coolant has got that ring around it. But I mean, three gallons of oil into my coolant, I would be you know right. But yeah, we're not getting three gallons into the coolant. So there, there's a couple no. possibilities here. There, there, there's a possibility we have more than one problem. So if we try to look for a solution yeah. that would explain yeah. everything, we may not find it. There may be more than one explanation as to what's going wrong here. Um, I'm thinking I would be looking at oil right. coolers. Or we have to look anywhere in that yeah, engine. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, where, where the coolant and the oil would come potentially in contact. Like heated fuel filters can can do that. That would be fuel and because uh, we still don't know what this black is. I'm shocked that the coolant That's sample right. didn't tell us what it is. If we can figure out what the substance is. No, I can't. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, they, they want me. They're gonna, I'm going to drop it off to them. and they're, I just wanted to make sure that that, because, I mean, it's a new truck. It's a new engine. So I just wanted another voice of opinion to eliminate 100 percent that it had nothing to do with the fleet air filter oh absolutely and not so yeah absolutely yeah, coolant, not yeah it, it came back clean it said use this coolant uh it, it said it was low on i don't have it in front of me it said it was low on something but kenworth said that's because it's the pink stuff it it doesn't have whatever right it was saying it was low on but yeah it came back 100 percent clean so i guess we'll just have to let them do their thing they said it was They'll check, you know, do some pressure you know, tests and things. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't the, that. It's definitely not the fleet air filter. There's nothing about the fleet air filter that would cause the the things we're talking about here. Even if even if it went horribly wrong, 
it would still never cause what we're seeing here. Um, I, I'm thinking we possibly have a leaking oil cooler somewhere. That's where the oil's getting into the coolant. That's actually the minor problem. Yeah. The major problem is where is all the oil going? And it's very all possible yep. new engines of any kind. Uh, this isn't as common today as it used to be because our manufacturing processes get better all the time. But, you know, it's not out of the question that a brand new engine, the rings never seat. And it burns so much oil that you have to do an in-frame on a brand new truck. I, I've seen it happen dozens yeah. and dozens of times. Like I said, it's not as common with the newer and newer trucks, but it can still happen. The other thing I would I would highly encourage you to do right. is pull an oil sample. Yeah. Okay. It's, so I, I've, after I've dumped the oil, there's 17,000 kilometers on the new oil, and it's only gone down maybe two liters. Oh, well, that's good. Then maybe the rings finally did sink. Yeah. What I would do now is I would pull an oil sample. Yeah. And if you want, you could use one of our yep. oil samples and you can call back and I'll help you with it here on the air and let them keep troubleshooting this. This may turn out to not be nearly as bad as what it feels like right now. So I wouldn't panic on this. Um, let's keep the troubleshooting steps going and see what happens. Let's try to squeeze in another call. Jim in Texas, you got about two minutes. Hey, bud. Yeah, yeah. I uh, was tarping aircraft engine five months ago, and I fell off the truck and shattered my foot. And I missed the whole ELD rollout. Okay. Did, what happened? I mean, did, did all the old-timers who said, no ELD, I'm going to walk, did that happen? Did did capacity you know, go up or down? I mean, you know, what was it, the end result? It's really tough. There, there aren't any really accurate numbers that we get early, whether or not owner-operators quit or drivers quit. What we did see happen was we saw a big rate spike right after the ELD mandate went into what they called their soft rollout in December. I think it was December 17th. Immediately after that, we saw rates climbing. So it did have some impact on capacity because freight volumes didn't really go up. Freight volumes stayed about the same, but rates went up because capacity went down. Now, that's either because people quit or because they were cheating so much before this that, you know, using an ELD actually cut down available hours. It's probably a little bit of both. Um now on April, you know, the, interest, the interesting thing about my company. Go ahead. I was going to say on April first, we did the full mandatory rollout, and already, you know, we're we're only at the twelfth, but I'm already watching rates. Rates in the first week, we just got those numbers in, are higher than expected. So it's almost like we got another bump from the April first rollout. Funny, funny thing, though, I'm a BCO in our company for the first time in years and years and years is over our CSA threshold in log falsification. Um, well, would that be because everybody got caught? On paper, it was easy to cheat and hide well, and I, fix no, it. No, I think, 
No, this is with ELDs. No, We're I... actually going the wrong direction because I think no. guys are driving on uh, personal conveyance. Oh, well, there's a couple things that could cause... You're right, Thanks. that is interesting. There's a couple things that could cause it. One, on paper logs, drivers were able to just cheat them, turn them in falsely. Carriers, I mean, I've been with carriers that give you your logs back when they found a mistake and have you fix it. Well, you can't do that with an ELD, so that would be one reason the violations would go up. Another one, though, is all this time drivers, it turns out, haven't even understood hours of service correctly. And they're having trouble with the ELDs keeping their log straight. That's a, an interesting topic, though. We'll, we'll cover that more. I've got to get out of here. We'll see you back here tomorrow night. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.